Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a recording of a sermon that Pastor Gary preached on August the 1st. This sermon is based on readings from John chapter 6, towards the end of that chapter, verses 24 through 35, as well as a reading from Exodus 16. It's really interesting uh, because these readings work together in some really interesting ways. Pastor Gary does a good job of drawing the parallels between the Old Testament passage and the Gospel reading. And it's a follow-up to the Feeding of the 5,000 story that we posted a sermon about just a little while back. I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Gary now so you can hear this sermon or maybe hear it for a second time. But as always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for sharing this podcast with family and friends. We really hope that it can be a valuable way of staying connected to your faith uh, while you're driving to work, while you're out on a walk or a run, that these podcasts give you some extra things to think about and some additional ways to connect with God throughout our busy lives. But now here it is, a sermon from August 1st, preached by Pastor Gary. So consider where the people of the Exodus were. Consider what brought them to the place that where they were. They were in Egypt, and everything seemed to be okay. I mean, all of the stuff that they needed, they had, and although they had to put up with slavery, it uh, still was something that they simply woke up to every morning and was a part of their daily routine until something interrupted their daily routine. A plague seemed to appear among the people and another and another. And before they knew it, people were dying all around them and they had a way out. And so they left and they chose to be in the wilderness as a way of coping with everything that was going on. And now in the wilderness, there they are, now complaining to Moses and to Aaron about the fact that things aren't as good in the wilderness as they had hoped. The lack of food was really starting to get on their nerves. And what they really wanted was just to go back to Egypt, go back to the way it was before. Can we just get back to normal is probably what they were saying to Moses and to Aaron. And then they gathered together. And as Moses and Aaron spoke to them, they had a chance to look back toward Egypt, but there was really nothing there. But when they looked out into the wilderness, out into the way that they were called to go, that's where the glory of the Lord appeared. It was on the way that God was showing them. That's where God's glory would be made known. And so then God somehow provided for them bread in the morning and quails at night. And finally they felt fed, cared for. Boy, I wonder what that was like. I can't imagine having that experience 
where life just seems to change on you and things become really different and you just wish you could get back to normal, but somehow you're called just to keep pressing on through a challenging time. Welcome to the wilderness once again. Just when we thought we were free and clear, we realize that we still have to look into the wilderness to see God's glory. Because there really may be never any going back. There might never be recapturing what we used to think of as normal. What we do realize along the way is maybe what Moses and Aaron realized along the way. When they called the people together, look how we get this recorded there in verse 9. Moses said to Aaron, say to the whole congregation of the Israelites. Even then, they knew the aspect, and it's no, it's no accident that when we are gathered together in a sanctuary, we call ourselves a congregation. When we're out doing the work of God in the world, we call ourselves a congregation because we understand that there's something spiritual still about this quest. And so, again, when Moses and Aaron are there and they need to speak to the people, they're not saying to people, draw close to us, as Moses and Aaron could say. Instead, they say, draw near to the Lord. Come and put yourself in God's presence. And so you are, and gathered on the live stream, taking time to put yourself in the presence of God. And really, that might be no different than what was happening with the people in Jesus' day. As they had been fed on the hillside, and then they wake up in the morning and they realize Jesus is not there. Although he had gone up on the mountain, the disciples had started off on a boat, and they go around the lake because they can't find anyone, and there they find Jesus. So then they ask him the silly question, how did you get here? Because they knew he probably shouldn't have been out at night in a boat trying to get across the lake. Jesus cuts right through any of that and lays out for them why they're there. You're there because you had a nice meal yesterday and you think you can get a nice breakfast out of me again. There's so much more to what should be happening in your life right now. And so he starts unveiling to them What should be the spiritual nature of their quest? What should be the spiritual part of their gathering? And so Jesus, again, talks to them about bread, but now changing it into a a different kind, a true bread, something that will come and work through any hunger, something that will break through any thirst if they turn themselves over to him and of course what they want is a sign they want a miracle again because they say listen it already happened Moses gave us manna in the wilderness not to them of course but to their ancestors and Jesus has to come and remind them no 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 that wasn't Moses Moses never did that Moses never wanted to take credit for that Moses knew enough to turn that over to the power of God And so must we turn ourselves over 
to the power of God, to know that there's something that truly is physical about that, but something spiritual as well. And we know that those two things, when they come together, well, they kind of take care of the whole person, which is why here on campus, we were smart enough to not go more than eight weeks without bringing donuts back to Sunday morning because we understood that you wanted the physical and the spiritual and the opportunity to be together. And so we are. Now, one thing we would have to point out as Jesus was talking to these people about saying don't um, don't worry about the, the bread that I, that I fed you with. T turn yourselves to the spiritual side of this conversation is that Jesus was not talking to food insecure people at this point. If you are food insecure and somebody only talks to you about the spiritual, you cannot get yourself in that mode. So we know we need to be about the business of taking care of people's physical needs, but when that is met then we know that our spiritual needs are so much deeper, so much a part of what God is trying to bring into our world. And maybe God is even trying to bring, trying to bring that into our wilderness. And so here we are, begging for normalcy. Here we are, sometimes complaining about what it has to be, even complaining about are we actually going to have to wear masks in worship again instead of just invited to. Let me just let you know something. If you think you are good complainers, you haven't spent time around the church office. We have you over and over again in our complaining. Pastor Nate's probably wondering that in the midst of the interview process, he never said, he would have, never was told he'd have to put up with Pastor Gary's complaining all of this time. So don't think we're not in this journey together. We are. But what we've chosen to do is to say, we will find the spiritual in this moment. We will find a way that Jesus still tries to come into our lives. We will find a place and an invitation where Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I do know this. There's no normal to go back to. The glory of the Lord will only appear if I look yet again into the wilderness and I move to the future that God is calling the church somehow, yet again. And so here we are. I will probably still complain about the wilderness. But I will also look into it because only then will I truly be able to see that the glory of the Lord is still to be 
revealed. Amen.